I got Byron Rogers here with me. Byron has been with me before on Gunfighter Cast. I've been over on his podcast, The Executive Protection Lifestyle. Uh, Byron doesn't know it, but he, he gets into my car, into my office, into my my head a little bit every day because he's always like got a big smile somewhere right in front of the camera uh, talking about something important, something life-changing, something big like every day on uh, one of his social media channels, whether it's Facebook, Instagram. He can tell you about all that stuff later on. Um, but Byron's awesome. Last time he was on Gunfighter Cast, we had a great conversation. I had tons of people uh, hit me up afterwards and, and tell me how much, like, we got to get this guy back on the show again. It was awesome. Uh, so Byron, uh, saw you at SHOT Show, didn't really get a chance to hang out, kind of like what SHOT Show always is. We got a chance to hang out right now and talk about something awesome. Byron, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, Daniel, it's an honor and a privilege to hang with you as always. And we always, we, I mean, it's like with me and you, the conversation just flows. Like it just, yeah, we always it just, it just like happens. <laughs> tell me, tell tell them about people who don't know who you are. Tell them about yourself real quick. Okay. Byron Rogers, protected by nature and by trade. Grew up in the Bahamas until uh, I was about five, got taken over to Washington state, got into the Marine Corps. Uh, which brought me over to California, raw, right? And then uh, was an 0351 anti-tank assault man. So infantry, think demo, think rockets. Um, and then went over to Iraq a couple times, survived by the grace of God, got into private security. Uh, bodyguard is the term you're familiar with. We call it executive protection. Uh, hit over 60 countries within the first, uh, we'll say two years, but really it was literally like a little over a year. Uh, did that on repeat for about seven years. Uh, was like learning how to drink out of a fire hose. I started EP when I was 21. It's the only thing I've ever done. That was 2008. Uh, so it was a minute ago. Now I've got the executive protection lifestyle brand. Boom. Right. Um, which is just all about the lifestyle that goes behind being able to protect people. Um, anytime you're, 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 dealing with guns and, and taking lives and saving lives. There's a lifestyle. I believe that should go behind your time at work, behind your vocation. And then beyond that, I've got a school that trains executive protection uh, operatives. It's all online. It's all digital. I coach every single person myself on a weekly basis through the trajectory of their career. Uh, you can learn more about that called the executive protection training day success package. And then last but not least, we've got, well, we got a few things. We have the protector nation, which is all about civilian centric protection. It'd be all about teaching you guys how to protect yourselves um, and your families. And then um, through that comes the, or what I'm real excited about coming up soon here is the um, protector symposium, which is going to be a live event, but it's going to be a digital live event totally interactive with some trainers at the top of the game. Um, and, uh, I'm, and we're going to go international with that. So I'm very happy to bring that to the world. It'll be the second one, 2.0. So that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Oh, got a, got a, got a master's degree in psychology so I can get kind of weird. Oh, did you finish the master's? Yeah, man. I, I fought we my way through it. All at the same time. And I, I finished <laughs> mine last year. And Outstanding. Yeah. Heck yeah. Congrats. Congratulations to you too, brother. That's good. That's big, man. I've got like my little English honors, whatever it is. Like, the little tassel yeah, thing. <laughs> I dig it, man. That's what's up. Hey, man, I, that was a lot of work went into that, man. I probably didn't go on a resume I sent anybody or anything like that, but hey, <laughs> it's a check on the box. I did it, man. I put it yeah, man. For me, it was, a, it, was, it was an internal thing, man. I'm a jock grunt, you know? So like I was, I was the guy that was like, yo, I'm not going to school anymore i'll go to war 
that's fine. <laughs> like I was like anything but school. Yeah. Then, man, I hated high school, like every second of it. But I yeah. loved college, man. Undergrad and graduate, yeah. I, I loved it. I mean, I, I didn't like all the hours and the work, but like, man, it was. I enjoyed it. The learning because I, I could I could really say, wow, I just I learned things just then, and I didn't well, expect to learn. I didn't think I was. I didn't think this would matter, but this does. Right. And one of the other most powerful things is doing face-to-face at University of Miami and even, you know, the, the, the graduate stuff and undergraduate while in the Marine Corps and a little bit after the Marine Corps, getting the difference in perspectives and not just the surface yeah. layer of difference in perspectives, but like having deep conversations, reading five to 10 page papers by somebody who has a completely different perspective, brought up totally different than you, lives somewhere different, like getting all these different perspectives and understanding, I think it, it I thought I was already a fairly well-rounded individual from traveling and, and the Marine Corps and everything else. And, but uh, there was there was a lot of good that came out of that, that that there's so much more than just a piece of paper. Heck yeah. I think too, uh, for me, and I know for a number of guys, learning to learn, you know what I'm saying? So like when I was young, I was like in my body, like I was just like, yo, there's a chick over there. Let's go play some football. You know, like I, like I was not trying to learn and sit and go right. learn the way that, society was trying to get me to learn at that time. Now that I'm a little older, uh, it was more like, okay, I've learned how to teach myself. Um, I value learning. Um, and I have the tools up here to just like do this. And then college was much easier, but like coming up in our school system, I was like, it's not time. I think my biochemistry was like, yo, you should be outside with a spear and practicing <laughs> sword fighting, <laughs> like hunting little animals and stuff. That's bring how them I was back. a kid too. Like we had this little yeah, self-created like, martial culture where we'd go find a good stick and beat the crap out of each other every day. Yeah, yeah it was a good yeah. time. It was awesome. It's boys, it you know, right. we're boys. This is yeah. what we do, you know. Trying to teach ourselves how to be men. Exactly, literally. Yeah. It's literally the game, you yeah. know, so. <laughs> and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's no wonder school wasn't hit but when that, we were young. Man. You, you mentioned something a second ago, and, and this episode, we're going to talk about legacy <clears throat> and, and what it means to legal legacy and how we work every day on that legacy. Heck and yeah. how every day that you don't work on that legacy, it takes one more day for you to, to build that legacy. Or that legacy is a little bit less built by one day whenever you die. Um, but you mentioned something a minute ago that kind of flows right into this, that lifestyle of whatever it is you do, whether you're carrying a gun, executive protection, whatever it is, there's a lifestyle that goes along with that. And, you know, last time we were on here, we, and, and in person, we, we, we talk a lot about, you know, what it means to be a warrior and, and all those other things. Uh, Varg Freeborn that was on here a couple episodes ago, um, we were talking about, we, him and I talk about a concept that he's been working on for a while. Um, and some, some ideas of, of being a, um, a violent gentleman, you know, I, I believe that, that you, you get a, a gentleman isn't just somebody who can't do violence and it's just nice to everybody. He's just a, a guy who can't do violence and it's nice to everybody. But I, mm-hmm. I choose, I have a person who can do violence, who's capable of extreme violence, but I value kindness much higher than that. Uh, so when it's the only time to turn that on, you can turn it on and then you don't need to. So it's like, uh, uh and yeah, a lot of times yeah. you get a lot more accomplished with that, that, um, that honey than the vinegar anyway. But uh, yeah, tell, tell me about that lifestyle, what you were just talking about, what you were alluding to. Yo, so the lifestyle is really kind of, it, it holds hands with what you were just t- saying. It dovetails with what you are just saying. Uh, one of the slogans for the protector nation is be peaceful, but not harmless, you know, uh, have that power and be able to use it um, because you never know when you will. Right. Um, so really for me within a 24 hour period, 
and uh tom kyer dropped this on on something else i was doing with him uh and he said you need to be able to kill your clone by the end of the day like that's the whole thing this is what we're doing here by the end of the day you need to be able to kill your clone and so for me inside of a day i'm trying to invest in myself you know in every way that really matters you know i'm trying to get a little bit smarter stronger physically went down to the down to the garage this morning and hazed myself for a few hours trying to get a little stronger mentally having high quality conversations with gentlemen like you i got that jordan peterson maps of meaning book going with audio book, which by the way is really chewy, man. That's like basically a textbook. That thing is heavy. Uh, yeah. It's good, if, if, but you gotta have an acquired taste to be ready to, to chew on a book because he doesn't pull any punches. He's like, I'm gonna show you how smart I am in this book and I'm just gonna do it. And some people will get it that way. That's a good, but it's a good one. It's a good one. I've been chunking it. Um, you know, uh, obviously working on my spiritual and emotional development also on a daily basis. Because I believe when you're tested, it's never going to be just physical. It's never going to be just mental. It's never going to be just emotional. In a 24-hour period, you need to strengthen your entire being so that on that day, when you're tested, when your integrity is tested, right? When the heat gets turned up, integrity, what is it? It's the ability to hold up uh, uh, under the, the combat, under the, the stress and the strain of the use of what it is you were created for. That's your integrity, really. Um, has a little bit to do with whether you ate the cookie last night, but not all of it, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, so that lifestyle is a continual process of development. Um, and if your job is just a nine to five job, um, if, you, if, if protection to you is just a nine to five job, um, it, it, you're probably in the wrong industry. And then to take it farther than that, the guys that are really, truly good at what I do, and I think really, truly good uh, in the military and in law enforcement and in, in any combative arm centric work, those are the guys that are really like, it's just in their blood. This yeah. is who they are. If I wasn't protected. Law enforcement too. I think there's yeah, a little man. bit of that in, uh, in the armed citizen as well. Yes. Know? Because there's, um, I could say the same thing that you just said about if you're, if it's not, if it's just like a job and it's not really there, if you're an armed citizen and the ones that I, I know they're all over Instagram. Not, I don't hate anybody yeah. on Instagram, just some of them. Uh, so I don't hate anybody, but the, uh, the, these, People who really, it's more of a macho, it's more of a control, it's more of a power thing. You know, yeah. it's more of a like, oh, I get to be part of this elite group who can do violence because I have these tools or something. Uh, yeah. And it, it is, it, it's kind of, it's for the weak reasons, man. It's for the weak man mm. reasons. It's not for the, the, the stand up, um, do the right thing for the right Service. reasons kind of people. Like, I, I, yeah. I think carrying a gun is the most annoying thing ever, man. Like, it's heavy, mm -hmm. it gets in the way, like, it's uncomfortable. Uh, the mm -hmm. only thing that I, I, I dislike more than carrying guns is like not having a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so. True statement, man. No, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think it has so much to do with the psychology of the person and mm -hmm. um, them settling some of the most important questions as to who I am. You know, have I, do I feel worthy of my manhood? Have I earned it? You know, what, when, what day did you earn your manhood in your mind? When was it settled that, you know what, I'm, I'm comfortable with myself. You know, I trust myself and my abilities, you know, uh, I don't feel like a lot of people are getting the opportunity or creating the opportunities to really develop themselves on deep levels. And so the gun wow. is an expression of their masculinity. Wow. Yeah. That's like, nah, bro, that's a tool, man. There's going to be more deaths by blunt force objects this year than by your, uh, whatever you carry in. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those, like, uh, you know, I think the weaker 
or the, I won't use the word weaker. I mean this with 100% compassion because we were all there at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the less developed you are uh, in knowing who you are internally, the higher propensity you're going to have to over identify with some external thing as if it makes you a man. So how do you learn yourself better? How do you, how do you, yeah. and, and I'm not talking about your, your fault self, self-perception that we have about ourselves sometimes that I have about mm. myself that you have about yourself. That's really false and inaccurate. Uh, yeah. But you know, there's, there has been some things in my life where I've truly been tested things out of my control and I passed those tests and there's some that I failed and there's some that I went back and, and had to do it again, you know? And uh, uh, I mean, how do, and for me, I, it's easy for me to get caught up in work and other things that I'm doing. It just comes into the desk all day and lets some things slip. It's easier for me to start, you know, getting into some, some negative routines that, um, especially like quarantine time right now, like stuck at home, yeah. bored, not out getting around doing anything. But you know, I went, went got, finally got my, we just moved to Texas, got my garage back together again. So now I can go out there and my garage comes a home gym. So the, uh, yeah. and now I can go out there and, I believe in in weird stuff, man. Like I gotta eat something spicy every day, like uncomfortably spicy. Like, yeah, you I, dig? Right? Okay. Like I, 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 I love spicy stuff, man. So I try to do it okay. like every day. I try my best. Make you feel alive, yeah, man. That's is, you know. Man. It's like get that heart beating a little bit, nose running, eyes sweat a little bit. Yeah, it's like you feel like you're doing something, man. Like we're mm-hmm. we're like because I gotta go make some salsa because my my nine year old ate it all because he eats some crazy hot stuff. I, I got to go make some more salsa of the day because he's beat me up. He's like, hey, you think you can make some of that salsa of the day? You, it's all gone because he ate it all, right? Like, really? He, so he's, he's on that like, level. But he's in there like, like drinking water. And, and <laughs> Suffering he, and through it. Chip. Like, like he's, like he's, uh, he really wants another chip because it tastes so good. But he's like shaking a little bit because it's <laughs> going to survive hurt. it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the next one's going to hurt. So like, but I, I think that's a powerful thing, man. It really is. Right? Like there's it really people is. who just can't. Who aren't comfortable with being uncomfortable well they run they're running from it so like i think you're kind of alluding to the answer to your question really you know i'm trying to um, get an answer i want to get <laughs> right up to it buddy <laughs> give me some ammo man um yeah i i think it's a fusion of a few things i think it's a fusion of you know your past you know and you know the bible i hear david before he goes to kill goliath and he's like yo i've killed this lion we killed a bear now I'm fitting to kill this Philistine by the grace of God. You know what I'm saying? You have confidence. Now this confidence doesn't come from, I believe I'm special because my mom said I'm special. I because, I, because I'm me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that, exactly. that happens to other people. Not yeah, 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 exactly. I saw it on social media that I'm special. Nah, dude, there's no participation trophies. Confidence comes from experience and you're going to be scared. You'd probably be scared every single time. You'd be scared the first time for sure, but... When you get those struggle credentials, you start to crystallize an understanding about yourself, which is very powerful. And people weren't there when you got it, so people can't take it away from you. The most important respect is self-respect. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and the most important power, in my opinion, is willpower, right? Um, so I think that you need to have confidence, inaccurate confidence. This is arrogance. Right. This is, I think yep. I'm an amazing. And everyone's Dangerous. like looking at you like, homie, now everyone wants to prove to you how inaccurate your confidence is. Right. And then there's a fall around the corner because life's you're like, you're not at negativity. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. Like you have no idea. Like life literally like Murphy's getting his baseball bat out of the trunk. Cause yep. life's like, we fit in to teach you a lesson. You know what I'm saying? We love you too much to let you run around here like this. Um, <laughs> and then, so you have this, this, this equity that you're building inside yourself based on the things you've done in the past. But then there's 
no matter what you've done in the past, if you're the most savage Navy SEAL intergalactic, you know, like special forces guy in the world. Yeah, I mean, if you're not being that your hero today, right now, it is what I call, and I wrote about this in my book, it is uh, the atrophy of identity that's probably taking place much more likely. Atrophy than- of identity. Yes, sir. So who you think you were, who you were, who you may have been, who you think you are, this is dying inside of you. I've seen that man. in many people. And vets, man, big and vets. You yeah, know. yeah, huge. Um, and so that's, that's it, it. So it's where you've come from and what you've done. Married to who you are being on a daily basis right now when you look in the mirror and you're honest with yourself or you're not strong enough to be honest with yourself. So that's also factoring into really how solidified you are in the power of your personal identity. And then also, I think also there's something to be said for the way you're looking at the future and whether you're facing that um, in a conscious, deliberate and brave way, or if you just really don't know what the heck, you know, and you're kind of, you're either drifting or driving into the future. You're either an effect of life or you're acting upon life. And I think one of those uh, one of those is obviously faith-based and one's fear-based. And I think all these things really fuse into uh, who you believe you are and who you're being, right? And then to make it more simple though, you know, um, I think being on the path, you know, the daily path really of facing these things, being honest and deliberate about these things and endeavoring to get better, which in my opinion is the righteous path. This is how you organically uh, really find out who you are. You know, um, and that just is 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 a matter of doing the things you fear. I'm curious if you, if you have any. And that man, you said doing the things you fear. I, I think I, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I was at a breaching course and mm-hmm. they had a big K12 saw. I'm talking about like a monster saw, right? Like like this thing's huge. And, I think um, I remember seeing some pictures of it, man. It looked way cool. Like yeah. you had like on your back, well, you were yeah. like doing some like, stuff. I'm a little guy. With some dudes, man. you know. I, mean, I was like, I'm like 180, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 510, you know. I've That's never standard, been, yeah. I've never been the biggest guy in the Marine Corps, you know. I was always in guard when we're fighting all the time, right? Fighting guys <laughs> your size and stuff. So like, I've always fought bigger people than me, and always. In, and so I've got, I've got this this huge, but I've always been able to carry a pack, right? Like I've always been able okay. to carry my weight and somebody else. And so I've got this big saw that when I crank this thing up. It's like wobbling all over the place from the, the like fighting and everything. You. Yeah. And so I, w- I was scared of it, man. Like, like yeah. out of every tool that we had in the breachers course, chainsaws, like everything else, like torches, eventually got into demo and then like everything else, like shotguns, you know, all this stuff. The only tool that I had fear of was the one I didn't know anything about was the saw, like how to control it and everything else. So I strapped okay. the saw on my back, like every single one of these little practice missions that we did. Every time since I got, I had that saw off. I worked out a technique for cranking it super fast. I worked out like a technique for getting it up and cutting something. Like, like I made this saw my bitch, right? Like, like I, I had this saw every single iteration of everything that we did. And you sound like a character on a video game, man. Like I just picture like freeze you up, and you're like. <laughs> well, all the all the, all the SWAT cats I was taking the class with, they they gave yeah. me a new call sign chainsaw, even though it wasn't yeah. a chainsaw. But yeah, uh, whatever. This works. And uh, but because I already because I but I at the after a couple of days, like I had zero fear of that saw anymore. I was Heck yeah. totally comfortable with it. And um, and I, I think that's a that's a huge thing. That's one of the things that I do. The other thing that I do is um, last year I got back into like long distance running. You know, I'm not talking like 30 milers or 100 milers, maybe one day, uh, but like the you know, 15, working my way up to marathon levels and that kind of stuff. 
um, going out and running. Because I've never found anything that I really hate more and kind of love at the same time <laughs> than long distance running. Right, right, right. It's like every step, every single step is a challenge. Every yeah. single step is a battle. Every mile is multiple instances of me telling myself to stop, take the easy route. It's a little bit easier if you just turn around and went back home right now. That means you don't have to cover that distance twice. You know, it's like every single thing. That Your body's you like begging you. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, we could just do this. We, we could do, do that. Like, just, just take it easy you know today. You, know what? <laughs> you can stop running right now. We can get this cardio through. Do one of those heart leg things like you did in the Marine Corps. Stop and do some push ups or sit ups. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just you us know? out here. Like, no one even going to know. Yeah, <laughs> just walk from here to there. Like that mailbox. Tell about that mailbox. You know, it's like <laughs> I got to constantly put that. You can't do this. You need to take a break. You know, negative voice away. And there's. To me, there's just there's, it's not the most healthy thing. It's much more healthy now that I learned how to run properly. But the because uh, I've been running wrong my whole life. But the um, you probably have to. Don't feel bad. They don't teach us how to run. Anyway, the um, <laughs> it's, it's it's uh, it, it, but it like that, for me that's it's a powerful thing, you know. And it also it also lets me recognize that that I'm still a pussy, you know, at heart, right? Like that, I, that I'm still like, um, I um, I I, I want to be comfortable. Right, like I have to, I have to force myself and, and make myself like, hey, no, you're, you're, dude, you got a memory, man. You remember, you're okay with being uncomfortable. Like, just go do this. And I have to yell at myself, call myself names, whatever, a little bit. And get yes, it, right? no, me too, bro. I could never talk to anyone the way I talk to myself because oh, no. it works for me. I'm a marine. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, I love that though, man. What you're saying. Um, for me too, you know, I've been doing a lot. I'm always in that introspective space and like trying to figure myself out and stuff. And um, so I talk a lot about facing your fear and doing the thing you fear until the death of fear is certain. And that's, I really believe that's the path, but something I've really been talking about a lot more lately as I've gotten a little older and I, um, I've been trying to create something out of nothing for almost a decade now. I see that uh, fear for me is the philosopher's stone, bro. It's the most powerful motivational energy in my life and always has been. So like, I hear a lot of motivational people talking about like, you need to believe in yourself. You need to believe, just go do it because you're great. And I'm like, nah, man, like the reason I've been putting out and I've been getting after it is because I know what I'm going to become if I don't work hard. And I know I'm not great. Like I, I the reason I got to work hard is because I'm not great. Like some of these other people I see just be doing stuff and killing the game and remembering things. I have like zero memory, bro. I got blown up too many times. It doesn't the second after you say it, it's gone <laughs> unless I wrote it down. You know, so I I got to work harder than other people. You know, and oh, um, dude, my wife tells me all the time. Like she'll be two times my other night in her stream. She was like, yeah, she's like, oh, he's just smart. He just remembers this and that and everything else, and just like he's just smarter than, than other people. I I don't see it. Never have. Nah, yeah, man. Nah. Whenever whenever I've got this little book that me and my my son made, you right. I wrote it and mm -hmm. he did the illustration. And I'm like, how do Ooh. I put this out on Kindle and paperback? How do I get this formatted properly in Photoshop? How do I do this? How do I make a cover? How do I it, format it so it, it, all the pages line up the way I need to in the correct font yeah. size? Like, how do I do all these things? I I ain't got nobody that I can pay to do that. Right? Like, right. This was like a homeschool project that turned into something really cool. You know? And yeah. Like, uh, so. I sit down and I work on this thing like in every extra moment I have when I wasn't working on work stuff or anything else. Yeah. For a week straight. 
Like, there's there's times where I didn't leave my, my desk to get up to go use the bathroom or get something to eat for, like, nine hours straight. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure this thing Just out. Hacking. Right? I'm right? Googling this. I'm trying this again. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and yeah, when you're yeah. Googling, but then I find 70 other different things in that oh, yeah. course of that Google that I should have known. But I oh, wouldn't yeah. have known if I didn't sit down there and do it. So I, I don't think that, that I'm smarter than anybody. I just I think I have a master's degree because I have a tolerance for for long term dedication to work, you know, <laughs> yes. that, than most people do. That's and that's difference. that's what I find ends up being the thing, man. Like I'm kind of like I, when I look at all the things that I've been able to achieve, and I listen to all the smart people around me. The difference I see is I've been able to be like I don't know how I'm gonna get there, but I'm willing to go get punched in the face over it. And I know another thing, I ain't staying here. You know what I'm saying? So I'll go out there and get after it. And then I'll have my buddies or a smart buddy who's like, nah, man, this isn't going to work because X, Y, Z. And then I'm like, well, we got to figure some out. So then I just start doing stuff, you know, and I just exactly. put myself in the ring, start, man. Nothing drives me crazier. I don't care if we're, <laughs> we're working yeah. on a deck. I don't care if we're, we're trying to disassemble something. Yeah. Trees down. I don't care what it is. When people are just standing around for like 45 minutes talking about doing something. I'm like, well, I, yeah. I see seven things right now. That I know, no matter what course of action that we're gonna take, I, I know these seven things need to be done. Like there's just yeah, so no I'm just gonna start. So yeah, you exactly. Go ahead and keep talking about whatever it is y'all gonna talk about. Yeah. Like I'm gonna start doing something, and then while I'm doing those seven things, generally there's another like few things that come up, and then I get like well, some, kind of, some kind of plan. You know, I've got a ninety percent plan that can change all the time. Like just 100%. start taking action. And that's the whole dang point is from the beginning at the base of the mountain. You have no idea what it's actually going to take on the journey. Any conjecture, hypothesis, theory you had about what it takes to get to where you need to go is wrong. Yeah, Even right. if you no intellectualize and come up with the perfectest plan, it's going to work till you get punched in the face by life. And then you're just going to be right where I'm at, which is, yo, we just need to keep on going. <laughs> we just need to keep on going. And that tends to be and that's what i've learned about so many things you said something awesome yesterday man when you huh. were in the shadow i was i was teaming like the, Yo, the last shadow half was, of that that um, was good so you you guys were talking about um you know feeling and, and it's feeling is very important to people right now and, oh, yeah. and more so than i probably i've ever seen because mm-hmm. they, they they look to social media and celebrities and their group think friends to <laughs> to decide how they're going to feel about things yeah you know, get that confirmation they, the gun world does it uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the teeny boppers do it like like they go i don't know how to feel i don't know how i feel about that and then they'll go mm-hmm. check in with their group you know their mm-hmm. their echo chambers or their online circle jerks and they'll say yeah, yeah all right like like okay this is what we think about that okay okay cool i i that's what i just want to make sure that's what we think about that yeah right? exactly so we're, we're not thinking for ourselves which is scary and you know we're, we're relying a lot more on feeling than anything else in this set of fact but you said yesterday you said when whenever it's going down and there's bullets flying uh, or something's incredibly stressful at work, whatever it is, whatever kind of work you do out there, um, don't feel. Make yeah. moves. Right? <laughs> you like, gotta make. To paraphrase a little bit. That's basically what you said. Yes. But it was bro. huge. I was like, man, that's awesome. Like exactly. Like like we don't have time. Like you don't. You know. We'll I, feel I about it about, later, bro. I've talked about Victor Frankel <laughs> a few times in this podcast, right? Like, My dude, oh, man. man. Oh. Amazing. And you know, he's like, the only thing you truly have control of is your attitude. Yes, you know, and and there's a that that moment between stimulus and response is your ability to choose your attitude yeah. and be able to choose your response, not just your action that you're going to take like OODA loop type John Boyd stuff, but we're talking yeah. about like you get to choose how you're going to feel about it. 
and you give things meaning. Right. And you get to give things meaning. This is the most powerful thing in life. It like is. it's There's the meanings you choose. Right, exactly. The meaning you choose to give everything is the game, man. Um, but yeah, no, on what you were saying about the thing yesterday is I almost, man, you would have been proud of your boy. I, man, I was in my psychology classes and my teacher was like, so they like, they like, like start trying to corner me, right? So they were like, well, you know, how do you deal with your emotions? Because I, of course, was the guy in class that was like watching, a, they were doing a case study and the psychologist was like, how do you feel about it? And what do you do with your feelings and ever? And this is a well-respected therapeutic discipline. So, you know, I'm not saying I'm better than any of it. I'm just saying, for me, my bro sciencey Marine Corps jockness was just looking at him when I was, <laughs> and I wasn't feeling the feelings, you know what I'm saying? So they were like, like I wanted to feel the feelings. I wanted to, yeah, I was there to learn, you know? So then they get around the table and they're like, so Byron, how would you deal with it? And I'm like, the problem with the whole thing is that he's, he's, he's paying attention to his feelings too much. I was like, the dude needs to do needs to do a specific set of things in order to achieve victory. And if he's paying attention to his feelings, he's not gonna do that. So then the teacher's like, Well, Byron, how do you deal with your feelings when you run into adversity? And I was like, Well, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like book, <laughs> you know, I was like, realistically, if I get hit with adversity, I shut down my feelings. They're like misbehaving children at that moment. I completely shut them it's down really and I come up with a formula. Uh, my first strategy that I will have to revamp probably multiple times, but what I've learned is progress equals happiness. So I come up with a plan. I feel a little bit better when I have a plan. I step into that plan. I start working that plan. And then when I'm making progress on that plan or when I have dealt with that problem, I allow myself to feel again. And that feeling generally is one of confidence, peace. It's 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 one that I've, I've, I've done what I could to fix the situation. It's a so much better feeling. There who tells you that's BS, that you can't do that. Because I, I, I'm saying, I tell people, it, it's a constant mm-hmm. practice. It's a, it's a constant work. Just because, just because something happens right now in the chat or something here on Twitch right. or my phone, I get a text. You know, I'm going to look at that and my first instinct is like, anxiety pissed off i'm upset about yeah. that what had just happened what just messaged mm-hmm. me what this person's saying to me or about me or whatever about somebody else like i i'm, I'm upset but i i and that's my first inclination this is what my body my body and my mind is going to try to biochemical like, stop <laughs> that like I, right. I, I can make that choice my response can. I, I, can, I can make a choice to to not go down that path not even consider yeah. that to think find a positive or mm-hmm. just totally black it out right now but it's not something and, that you can do that everybody out there listening is like, they might think that's BS. This takes work. Like it I, does. I, I have you been know, trying to get better at this <laughs> for many years of my life. And it's yeah. all day, every day. I make a bazillion little micro decisions every day not to, to be pissed off about something. Yeah. Not to be negative towards somebody else about something. Not to be an asshole mm-hmm. towards somebody else about something. Yeah. I think to qualify it too, it's, it's important to know that like, I still initially feel like when you know, I, you know, lose a job, lose a contract, something stupid happens. You know, I initially get hit with that boom and I'm like, boom, but I know, or at least I have proven to myself where I have choose to value the concept that these emotions will not cause me to be effective in this fight. Right. One plus one, I can feel however I want about the simplest problem, one plus one, and it's not going to solve it. I need logic right now. So if it's a hater who's like, Byron, you're stupid and protect your nations is stupid. You know what I mean? Then I, I have to go, realistically, is there some 
legitimate information this hater's giving me because haters can see your weaknesses. That they're kind of useful, you know. Sometimes yeah. you got to be like, "Yo, let me see if this if there's anything in here." You know what I'm saying? Before and, and, you deal with it, you're gonna feel something. Like you can't. Oh, you're gonna. Totally thing, you're gonna feel something. Feel. Yes, this is not possible. But at the the uh, the level that you will live a higher quality life on, I believe, is when you can know your feelings. Okay, this is upset. I'm upset by this. You know what I'm saying? My kid and my wife just popped off. This is aggravating. But what I need to do right now is I need to perform. So. We'll get back to the feelings later. This is how I think the best way for me to deal with this is X, Y, Z, one, two, three. Uh, and then, uh, okay, at the end of that part of it, after I've performed and I've got something, then I can be like, man, that was hairy for a minute, man. That was, that was very upsetting. You know, so I actually do know my feelings and I have my feelings, but I shut them down so I can perform. And I probably have help doing it because I was raised in a disciplinarian yeah. house and the Marine Corps. And the Marine Corps was also like that. It was like, yo, we're doing things. Somebody drops in a doorway. You need to prioritize and execute. Instant homie. willingness. <laughs> and obedience was, to orders. Was a, was a big thing, right? Like yes. instant. Not, not think about it. Not this. Yeah. There, there, there's, you know, the lawful orders, right? Like just react. And that, that's carried yeah. me in a lot of ways of where um, trusting the, the first thought, the instinctual this this and that's going on this is for coming from this angle this is that i should move here this just makes and the being most able sense. to commit yeah and being able to commit to that it's huge and, and thinking tactically you know if you go take a handgun class or a rifle class or anything else you know if they're teaching you techniques and like oh here's the four techniques and if you if master these you'll survive every defensive encounter it doesn't work that way so instead uh, I, I try to train <laughs> people myself to to here, think tactically, and here, here are some of the problems. And it's not, not just how, not there was just you couldn't take enough classes to have a solution for every single problem that would arise out there. Uh, Way, it's not going to work. And nobody's been in enough fights to know all these things because eventually their luck's going to run out. So it's like yep. there's just it, so we we learn to think tactically to apply the same processes to a wide variety of things because yes. this is my outcome that I want. Right, like, but mm -hmm. then there's all these obstacles and there's these challenges in the way, and like, how do I overcome those? So thinking tactically is a powerful thing, and it goes to everything from video games to um, business to um, relationships, everything uh, to everything man. in life. <laughs> how? What are we gonna have for dinner? How can I get my kid to do this? Social dynamics. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just tactical. I I, I find everything's a chess game if you can play chess. Yep. And if you just know how to play checkers and it's a checkers game, and if you just know how to play tic-tac-toe, then guess what? You're playing tic-tac-toe for everything. So I think thinking is another muscle. Learning to think deeply and deliberately is something uh, that takes time and effort. And I don't think a lot of people focus on that, you know? So mm -hmm. you check their logic on something and it's like one, maybe two layers deep. You know, they haven't really thought about it. They don't know yeah. why they believe what they believe, which is a tragedy. Um, and well, so that ability to think we form beliefs on things just by reading the titles of, of articles and not reading the articles. Oh yeah. We've or you full just opinions on people, full opinions on other people who are commenting. People will argue to the death. Uh, it, it's, it's a crazy world that we live <laughs> to in the right death. Now. Oh yeah. And can't friends. handle They will lose friends and, and be mean to relatives <laughs> over which shady lying self-serving politician they think is the best. Over like, a disagreement. Yeah. 
it's like, crazy. what does the disagreement actually have to do with our relationship? <laughs> like, like, like we're supposed to have a good enough relationship to disagree so we said and that, argue even. Right. At, at the beginning of this, I said, <laughs> we're going to talk about leaving a legacy. And, and this, yeah. it sounds like we made out of it on the surface. People are like, oh, he's not talking about leaving a legacy. But yeah, this, this is, you are not going to leave a positive legacy if, if some of these things aren't present. In my opinion, that's true, right? Like, that's like, 100% we, true. we have to, the legacy is, is for me, what, what I wanted to do. The reason I got a master's degree, it's not because I wanted to get a master's degree, it's because nobody in my family ever went to college, right? So, and I and I I wanted um, to get you know an undergrad, I got that, and I'm like, okay, cool, how can I go to the next step? So, I was going to get a second bachelor's, and I was like, eh, I don't need the whole second bachelor's. So, uh, I got some things I wanted from film school that I, I needed to fill some gaps in storytelling, and then I uh, I went and started you know going higher in that area that I focused on. I liked a lot the writing side, the creative writing, and got a master's degree. So now that my kids and grandkids are like, you know, Grandpa had a had a master's degree, right? You know what I'm and saying, no, maybe yeah. I'll die with a PhD. I have no idea, right? But I, I want to set the bar high for the future generations, and maybe they go to a trade school. I don't care. I, I don't care what they are. I'm with Martin Luther King Jr. on this. I'm like, if you're a street sweeper, be the best damn street sweeper that street's ever had right then. And whatever it is right. you're passionate, whatever it is you want to do, um, do it. Do it awesome. Uh, be the best at it. And, like, that that's really all that matters to me. You know, my oldest son is 18, and he, he puts burgers and stuff at a, at a at a restaurant right now. And he's getting paid extra money for going in to work but right he's, now. But he's working. Right? At, he's, he's working yeah. right now. You he's know what I'm saying? You know, Get after it. And we're working, We're thinking about trade schools and, and some other stuff mm-hmm. for him to do. But Heck right yeah. now, this is, this is what he's doing. I'm like, you know, I told him, like, show up on time, be sober, and you're going to move up and get raises. And it's work, right? Like, yeah. It's like that's, 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 that's really the, the It's easy the, to the stand life. out right now. It's yeah. really easy to say it about is. beat everybody else out. Um, so on that's that, the legacy I want. I wanted to leave yeah. for for them, you know. And you know, I've got some some paper from the Marine Corps, from you know, medals from war, that you know that that um, have witness statements and and uh, citations that are that are very that are very powerful for for my family to read about their dad, their grandpa, granddad, you know, that's or, awesome. whatever you know, like that uh, that I, I'm very proud of. Uh, that, that are part of that legacy. Um, spending a lot of time not getting paid anything at all, just volunteering to, to give up information that I've sweated and, and bled for, um, been hungry for, cried for, watch others die for. Um, giving that up for free to people out there, you know, like on podcast form and other things like that. Uh, I, I've had people tell me like their lives have been saved. They've had to get in fights. I've had multiple officers that have taken my training that have had to use uh, deadly force and, and, and many of them that have told me like, look, I thought I was ready for a rifle fight, but I wasn't. And I'm so glad they took your class because this happened and this occurred. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd still be here, but no greater compliment out there. hundred percent. But, but those are all things <clears throat> that, that I, I believe are part of my, my legacy. And that mm-hmm. legacy isn't just me in my own mind, but there are other real humans that are positively affected by it. And I'm sure I've negatively affected people too. And I'm sorry for that. Um, I do my best not to, right? Like, but so I positively affected, touched a lot of other humans out there, um, make my, my parents and my family proud, keeping my family name, which I believe is very important to me. Uh, very important, should be important to everybody. You know, if you're, uh, whatever your last name is out there, um, that's something that, that to me, we should safeguard and protect that name for the family, for the people that came before you, people after you, uh, big, big believer in, 
the the family's tradition type thing and and uh that honor honor is a huge thing right so everything uh yeah man i i i didn't uh i didn't say this but it's one of my favorite quotes you'll die two deaths one physical and then one death you'll die will be after the 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 last person on the planet says your name for the last time yep. it's a death of your influence i think that's the death of your legacy um i and 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 so i live my life every day in the same way where i'm trying to get, i'm trying to leave a legacy so with every video that i drop to social media you know i'm very much comforted by the reality that that's going to be immortalized it's going to outlive me far outlive me if i die today my kid can sit down and watch yeah. hundreds of hours of their dad dispensing uh any kind of wisdom or knowledge or his best effort at least um <clears throat> and so you know i think really legacy is contribution and that yes i've found that the most rewarding way to live and it's one of my highest values is contribution i you'll see me if you say hey dude cool whatever you'll probably get some response back like hey man thank you that's that that you know your comments inspirational to me or it's an honor to be able to contribute and so i think much of what we do is we develop ourselves the reason personal development is important because you develop yourself to become strong enough to be able to serve on higher and higher levels and make higher and higher quality contributions that's what the strength is about that's what the warrior code is about. That's what all of it's about. It's I need to become stronger so I can serve my tribe. I can serve the people who love me and I can make a higher and more sophisticated, more high quality, more intelligent, more beautiful contribution to humanity. Uh, until and the higher I climb intellectually, yeah. physically, yeah. Uh, business, professionally, everyone. it's like it's the more I can I can bring my friends up with me and help them. Yeah. And then there'll be an area that I'm struggling in, but Byron will be higher than me in that. And yeah. Byron will help bring me up. It's like a, and this whole idea, like that's one of the things that's really this is totally a tangent, right? Remember rabbit. Um it's all yeah, it's but the good. whole like uh you know, COVID thing, we're in the apocalypse, whatever, blah blah blah. We've <laughs> right. got all these gun people out there talking about, oh man, it's funny because like we're gonna take all their stuff because we've got guns and they don't, blah blah. I'm like, that's not who we are, man. That's not it. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, who yeah. you are, but you're not one of us, right? To me. Yeah. You're something <laughs> right. else, but not not what I am. Um, yeah, I'm not strong to do that to people. I'm strong yeah, to serve not, people and protect people. Right. It's just that's, that's, that's badge right. or no vet badge is how we get down. <laughs> yep, this is not not where I'm at in life. Not not my thing. Uh, so there's there's a little bit of that going on out there uh, in in the gun world that um, that bothers. That me kind of that bit. circles back to the people we were talking about in the beginning. Right. The ones that like it, the gun thing is like a tool that defines them. It's a macho thing that they think makes them stronger and tougher and you're you're trying to be strong for the wrong reasons and it's not real strength you know i'm saying like uh i can deal with people in a certain way i'm gracious i'm nice i'm funny you know because i'm comfortable with myself and i know i'm strong you know someone can insult me and i won't be like oh and get angry i'll just kind of yeah. be like hey man <laughs> like you good you know what i'm saying you gotta go and drop <laughs> n-bombs to, you know hey, like are we, are we, like wait what's up what's wrong you know uh because I have an internal strength that they can't take from me because they weren't there when I went and got it. You know, <laughs> they're not right. there when I earn it every morning in the garage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When but I'm that's what this goes back to is what we were just talking yeah. about. Is how if you know Byron's higher on this level over here, and I'm over here, and I'm like I'm help, I'm helping Byron up when he needs it, and you're helping me. Yeah. Up. Like it's a tribe. You know, yeah, like, that's like, the truth. Uh, we're 
and and people use that tribe as if like, oh, come on, tribe, come on in here. There's the people who give me money and donate to my Instagram, my OnlyFans or whatever, you know, whatever. I'm talking about like, like a legit like, if if this were the apocalypse, like if something crazy were happening, right? Like if we were going into yeah. some dystopian environment and and we need to get, if you're to have this every Means man for time. itself mentality, I don't Go care roots. how awesome you think you are. You're gonna lose. You're not gonna be around very long, right? <laughs> you won't be powerful. Humans found out at the beginning of humanity yeah. that we gotta band together, that we gotta yep. have like-minded people together, Values. and you want people of good values, high moral courage, uh, honor, not people that you could trust your wife and kid by while you're out protecting, hunting, while you're yeah. out hunting and gathering, you know, and like all these different things. Like there's, there's, we, we, we can't do all these things at once and sleep. Right, so right. we have to have a group of people. Like it's just the way it is. We we've always have done. honor. Like, find, <laughs> exactly. Find a a a pocket of of people who who didn't make it without interaction with somebody else. Right, like it's it's pretty rare. Um, and didn't have honors or values to keep them safe from each other. Exactly. And I like I I, I we don't need some government coming and telling you everything what to do. Like we should have our own. Right. <laughs> right? Like we should pick yeah. each other up. Uh, honors and values. So yeah. So so the whole idea of 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 bringing each other up, this is this is what humans should be doing to me, you know. Like, like instead of not me trying to tear Byron down because Byron has an online program and I've got a couple things I'm working on with an online program, so let me make sure Byron sucks. No, I should be making sure everybody knows about Byron's online program and him get as many people sign up as possible as he can. Yeah, help Byron get a huge email list because at some point all those people are going to get a hey, if you like the content in mind. Daniel's online program covers something a little bit different than what I'm doing in a different way. You need to go check that out because you're going to get better at this, this, and that if you go get on his online. We can work together and cast this really big net instead of all of yep. us throw these little bitty nets around here. Yep. The training and world, the retail world, the, all those things, the your neighborhood, right? Like, like there's there's no need to tear down each other's skyscrapers uh, mm. so I can have the tallest skyscraper that we see all the time. <laughs> out yeah. there on social media in the training world and everything else it's like this is not necessary it's not good for anybody that level of 100 now 100 and I, it just comes from that faith that fear-based mentality rather than a faith-based one you'll hear me talk about how um a rising tide lifts all ships at sea and <clears throat> i think that especially with the training thing people what people fail to realize is your tribe's going to find you you're going to find your tribe if you're really out in the space the way and the people that I serve and the way I serve those people, I'm trying, I'm, I'm striving to be authentic and unique and congruent and 100% Byron as often as possible, which means I'm hitting them a way that only I can hit them. And when they go train with you, what you're contributing to them is something that only you can contribute. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And for me, the only thing I'm looking at is, Hey, is this other person in this game? Uh, on that same path of contributing from their greatness, their place, their experience authentically, and they're not going to be corrosive to my tribe. And you can't you know what I'm be somewhere yet. You can't be. Yeah, yeah, you can't, I can't. Yeah, you can't even copy. Exactly. No, I, I honestly can't either. I, well, I, 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 see, I can see it instantly in other people when they're trying to be somebody else. I'm trying to replicate something else they saw. Something else. Yeah, which in their personality, I, I just feel so awkward, and I, yeah. I, I, I'm the same guy. I'm not a yeller. I, I, I yeah, make jokes. I make dad jokes. My classes are full of dad jokes, like cheesy yeah. stuff, right? Like I, yeah. <laughs> and it's, there's some irreverent stuff too. But like, I, it's just <laughs> I, I, I value fun a lot. And yeah. It, and somebody else may not. Uh, no, they might want the guy that. Very, very serious the whole time. 
Uh, yeah. I, I believe in focusing on a serious topic, but man, guns are also fun. Let's have some fun getting better. Everything that I encountered in life that I really wanted to be good at, and I put in the time and effort to be good at everything in life, I enjoyed it at some level. I had fun doing it. I enjoyed the challenge of it. I enjoyed something. So, and that's kind of my mentality on that. So, it's like everything doesn't have to be doom and gloom and serious like we no. make it out to be on Facebook and Instagram. Like, why? We, we trash these I, people who want to play dress up and come to classes and everything else. Like, who cares, man? Yeah, let them do it. Well, I think the funness is what makes you engage in the work to where you really, really learn. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Having it be fun and exciting is like what makes every makes cell of your body back. actually switch on and actually be present with the dang work itself. Yep. You know, and I, I get in trouble for the same thing because I ever since even in high school, I'd be joking around all the time. <laughs> so like, yo, I've joke. been in firefights in Iraq and literally cracking jokes with my boy as rounds are cracking over yeah, our overheads that, that, and I'm returning fire. Too. <laughs> yeah, 100 percent So it's like, nah, man, like don't take yourself too seriously. But some people need it, you know. Some people, hey, you know, some people need that drill instructor for them to feel like that, you know, and then I have compassion for the dudes who are trying to copy other dudes. I, I know how it happens. You know, you see something that's working and yeah. then you're like, you know what? I'm going to do this and I got to do it the only way I really know it can be done. And so they, you know, but then that's what the journey's for refining you, yeah. helping you understand what it really takes to be successful. And what you're going to find is what it really takes is you being authentic and developing yourself in that authenticity. So you can make higher quality contributions. Right, and I'm not saying that like my stuff is the best out there. Nah, I'm nah, saying nah, that it ain't. my Mine stuff ain't. is my stuff. <laughs> That's exactly. That's I'm, I'm, I'm not somebody else. Like, yeah, I'm man. not for everybody. But but you're gonna. 100%. T but for those I am for, like man, they dig it. You know, so yeah, yeah. I got your tribe, man. That's yeah. the truth, man. That's good stuff. So, what what are you leaving in in uh in, in your legacy that you you already left it behind, like that, that you've already done? Um, I my book. A few of me for me. But. Yeah, man, my book, Finding Meaning After the Military, Dude, based off of Logo. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, based off Logotherapy and Viktor Frankl's whole the uh, theoretical position when it comes to, you know, how to find meaning and, and choose meaning. So finding meaning after the military, uh, all about that transition and, and, you know, the mental gear for anyone really going through any transition. Uh, it's, it's very heavy in how to, how to work with your identity. Um, and the meaning you're finding in life. So that's huge. Um, the executive protection lifestyle brand <clears throat> is the first time anyone's ever done anything like that for our industry. Our industry has been shrouded in secrecy and cool guys and tough guys uh, since, you know, everyone's too cool for school to share anything. So someone comes out and says, hey, this is how you do it. This is how I've been surviving. Um, so that is a place for executive protection professionals to learn, you know, the game, that whole podcast, you know, that body of work. And then um, the training day package, man, I'm literally training a new generation of executive protection professionals. Weekly, I'm going live with them. We're it's working save on lives. They're going to be better stewards of your, yeah. your, your name, the title, the the job. And, and, and the values because the EP industry can be very corrosive, can be very dog eat dog, blow ball you, take your contract, you know, uh, clients are shopping around while they're working with you. So it you know, so I'm trying to contribute values into this industry that are going to make it more honorable and therefore safer for every practitioner in the game. You know, uh, those motivational videos I drop on a weekly basis, you know, that's more legacy stuff, man. Um, 
So I'm making a lot of contributions, and I'm going to write another so book. Things you've already done and taken steps, but you, you're keeping adding, you're continuing to add to them. I'm building to these, building to these things, and then the Protector Nation and Protector Symposium. Uh, the contribution is making the world a safer place by making good people more dangerous. And for me, we're talking legacy. Like you're talking about, like what really gets me, like this is tight. I could die over this. Like if I can, if I complete this type of thing or make a huge contribution, I'm like exactly okay, what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That now with the Protector Nation, it's like when we've got a, a an international network of people who are protection centric that are that are there to bring on scene accountability, and you have things happening in other places where oh, there's an active shooter. Oh, he you know shoots once or twice, and is and boom, it gets dealt with by a protector, a civilian. You know, what I'm saying almost like that church shooting we had a few months back last year. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's dealt with by a civilian just like that. There's on scene accountability where good conquers bad before bad can do any damage. Now I've contributed to something that I think is really, really worth being my legacy. Yep. Byron was a guy who did everything he could, could to help the world be a safer place by making good people become more dangerous so that they could be peaceful, but not harmless. You know what I'm saying? So that, that stuff, that, that's really what excites me in terms of legacy right now. Man. That's, I that's like the, it then raising a good family and all the stuff that comes with that as well you know um raising humans that don't suck you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, I, man it's I, with my tango yankee chips and, and so i think i i value uh maybe anytime i can reduce the number of assholes out there on this planet, yeah we have enough of those already like we don't need any more like the, yeah. the negativity the talking about people the the everything else it's like we, we just don't need that in, mm -hmm. in our lives in this world we didn't, we didn't need to be in, uncool. In the last one we don't need we don't need it in this one we didn't need it yeah. not just because of what's going on right now but like it it's always been something that's going to hold humanity. back the person talking the person being talked about the person everything yeah. it's like just just um just try my best to to not and I've, I've, I've lost friends that are just like think that i'm somehow bougie and look down my nose at them or something like that which i don't I don't look down my nose at any human being like at all but they, but they thought that uh, I was being that way just because I, I needed to cut that negative negativity out of my life because it, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me for and, and my legacy and I don't say legacy like like a selfish thing like I like uh, I need to erect a big statue of me and have some phallic symbol or whatever about my large penis or, or whatever else like none of that stuff no I'm talking about I'm talking about like that what you said my contribution to this planet you know to the society. The, the amount of lives and people that I've touched in a positive way and how that positive way is going to, is going to continue to be a current, yeah, right? Like cool. through people that they touch in their life. And then and, and, and it, whether it's, whether it's strategies for violence to stop violence, or mm -hmm. if it's just like being a good father, good husband, mm -hmm. how to cook some salsa or, or make yep. some salsa, Spicy whatever, salsa. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, man, it, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, you know, just just being that that positive influence out there. One hundred percent, man. A lot out there, and and, and, and it's sad. Heck, no, it is, but that's fine. That's why we're here, man. That's why you're doing the work you're doing. I'm doing the work I'm doing. You know, we were brought here for this this fight, I think. And I think being a modern day warrior, a lot of it is stepping into this stinking fight right here. That's you know, the last trying thing to shine we're a light, about, man. Something else come out. And I see a rabbit hole, but warrior. <laughs> we we talk a lot about warrior, man. Like like yeah, and and so. There's, there's, there's a guy, me and my buddy uh, Ryan Stevens on the S7 Tactical uh, at Arkansas. We were talking about, um, you know, some guys, uh, a, a gunny that he was uh, <clears throat> back in the day in the Marine Corps 
Ryan's yeah. a Marine. And, um, uh, but he was not a grunt. He was like an MP. But he was a okay. But the uh, but Ryan's an awesome dude. And, and uh, yeah. he's a friend of mine for many years. We're in security force together. But he's like, he's like, there's this guy who's a black belt in BJJ, right? And, and he does, he goes okay. grappling tournaments and he goes and grapples all the time. Maybe he's not, maybe he's a brown belt. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, he's got all this warrior stuff and he's talking about this warrior stuff all the time. And uh, he said, whenever he was that way, he was, he was into ground fighting and this and that. And then, uh, this, this guy was like, Hey, I want you to go take the shotgun and run it like that. Right there. And he's like, wow. I don't really know how to run the shotgun like that, you know, and, and do this. Or I don't know how to do this certain X thing with this weapon or this thing. And he's like, yeah. he's like, but you, you're talking all this warrior game all the time. He's like, he's like, if you're if you're if you're a grappler, say that, call it that. You're a grappler. You're not a warrior, yeah. right? Like if you're 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 you, maybe you're an MMA fighter, like, and you've got these certain set of skill sets, but don't don't call yourself. Here's what a warrior can do. A warrior can take like every single tool. It doesn't matter what it is. Warrior has, has worked when everybody else is out doing something else. The warrior is working on that warrior's craft, and and like the way that warrior never encounters a tool that it can't use properly, right? Like or it's like just like having this this great depth to that warrior, uh, and not just like oh, I think about fighting and talk about, and I've got guns, right? But but I've got like the cardio of a seventy year old. You know, pregnant chick, right? Like it's just, just it's we're, we're messing <laughs> some things. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, I, I, uh, I, I. In terms of the physicalities of a warrior, yeah, bro. Like you got to be able to keep up. You got to be. In my slogan, you'll see me say things every once in a while. It's off that Marine Corps one mind, many weapons. You know what I'm saying? And in that, I even don't even just mean physical weapons. I mean right. like like the internal weapons and all the, how I was talking about, you know, those pillars, you know, mental, emotional, spiritual. Um, but you got to be able, I think you should be able to pick things up and, and utilize them. Um, I've got this definition from Jordan Peterson lately that I've been really digging on the modern warrior um, that has a lot to do with being the individual who is on the fringe of, you know, you've got, the order and you've got chaos in your life right now and right in the middle there might be a little stripe of gray you know what i'm saying and behind you is is what you know and what you love and the people you love and out here is the fear and the uncertainty yep. and the game dragon and all this stuff and i think that now the warriors are those people who are right there standing in between and they're trying to to take that darkness and through their daily efforts, working into that uncertainty and that darkness, converted into light, and they're taking territory. And that darkness is always there; it's infinite. But they're taking territory in their own lives, inside their beings, and they're fighting that good fight against fear and. And every stagnation. once in a while, they bring in some help. You know, oh heck yeah! You better, you, no, no, no! You need help, like because homie, I can't, I can't do half That's the stuff without it's the very grace of God. To the yeah. Thin blue line. Analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except I, I think what what happened with the thin blue line, which initially was a uh, great, and then it's turned into this. Uh, we're the only how, group. We're an elite, uh, yeah. group. We're an elite <laughs> yeah, group that you can't yeah. win, and we look down. The human element, people, man. And, yeah, yeah, it ruins everything. We look down. <laughs> it ruined everything. One of us, and we're the only thing standing in the way of the evil. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's not. Nah, you bro. You finding a brother who's uh who, who loves you know law enforcement more than I do, but yeah. at the same time. Um, and, and respect them. I spent time with them and, and given them a lot and taken a lot from them. You know, their gifts that they've given me, uh, yeah. knowledge and experience and everything else. But man, like, 
there's so much more. You know, the buyer's not a law enforcement officer. I'm not either. Yeah. I've got so many armed citizens that come train with me all the time. Yeah, bro. That uh, that are standing there, standing there, holding the, that are willing to hold the line. You know. Yeah. You know, with because till death do her part. You know. Yeah, man, because you're a phone call away, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when it goes down, and and I was on a podcast yesterday, and we and I kicked this to we were talking about the same topic. I was like, homie, when it goes down, I was like, I believe law enforcement is 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 a function or a department of even the civilian body that's there to augment and uh, reinforce the accountability that civilians should naturally be able to uh, bring to bear that holds our values. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if something's happening, someone's getting raped, should be some, and someone's like, help, or some someone's robbing 7-Eleven, and someone's like, help. The civilian population that is naturally there, I think, is supposed to be able to enforce the values of our society that'll keep us our society. And law enforcement is something yes. that shows up as quick as they can to support and make sure that happens. It's a you know very small scale, but if right? you look at the like American College of Surgeons, um, uh-huh. and they put out the Hartford Consensus, which says okay. if um, the, the, ma- the next mass casualty event, whether it's a, a, sh- uh, a shooting, uh, a bombing like the Boston Marathon, uh, what decides how the body count, how many people live or die, are the on-scene responders. They define on-scene responders as the people standing around. Not, not the paramedics that are on the way, not the EMTs that are on the way, not the firefighters that are on the way, but the people who were right there at ground zero when the incident happened, when the bang went, right? Mm-hmm. Like immediate right of bang. And, and so they're the ones who jump in, like that person's bleeding, this is happening, this person's shooting people right now, we need to take action. They take it more to like this. Is, it's where they came up with a whole stop the bleed program, but it's teaching mm-hmm. people how to stop, you know, bleeding and just massive hemorrhaging. And uh, with that same mentality, we had all, we had all these smart people come together to say, hey, if we're really going to be a safe society, we have to rely on the good people right there mm-hmm. that are not only yeah. uh, that there, but they're also you have some level willing, of training, willing, capable, they're and prepared, willing, man. Yeah, willing, <laughs> capable, and prepared. Exactly. And Boom. That's it. <laughs> Yes, man. No, that's exactly what it is. And I, and I love the, you know, I got all the homies that are law enforcement as well, but I just, I think it's sad that we've, we've, we have a society now and I hate complaining about things, but I'm going to point it out. We have a society now of people who want to depend on this function of law enforcement as a primary means to deal with a lot of right. things that I think the civilian populace should be strong enough to already be carrying, hey, take dude down to the station <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and give him to the cops because he was messing around and he was acting like a fool out here. And that's not what we do in Southern California. I mean, that's not what we do in America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me go finish my bacon, give him a ride to the station. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that, I don't know. That's that's my, I think it used to, it be, used that to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it used to be that bit. way, man. We're going to get back, back, back there. And so civilians being willing now. capable. You know, like the, the, the suing culture, the, the, the everything, man, there's just so much happening that, that has really yes. probably shut down. Yeah. A lot of us are afraid to, um, to even step out and protect someone. It's people that are afraid to hold doors for people right now. Like, what do you think? Right? I'm, I'm a lesser person. I can't get my own door. And like, then they like, get somebody like going off on them right now because like they, like, are, are you, is it because I'm another gender or whatever? Like, there's, just, I'm a girl, there's, there's like, some yeah. crazy people out there, Byron. Yeah. Like, crazy it's people. True. It's true. You got to know who you are. You'll fall for anything these days, bro. <laughs> God bless them. <laughs> yep. Hey, 
let's take a couple of questions, man. And uh, okay, and see what we got going on. Heck yeah. Uh, all right, Blue asked, "Do you think it's better to listen to others' opinion or not care what people think?" What? Yo, this is what I'm passionate about, man. I think. Well, actually, it is important to listen and consider other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. It is very blind and dangerous not to care what other people think. However, I think the most powerful stance is to take full responsibility for whatever it is you choose to implement, uh, whether it has to do with some advice you got from someone or whether it has to do with your own personal opinion. So take in what people say, think about it, make a decision, uh, take in what you think, think about it, make a decision, but own your decision um, and own the good, the bad, the ugly, and the wins that come with it. That's what I say. So I don't, I don't believe it's, it, you can't say yet total left or total right on that. You just have to be wise enough to be able to, uh, to, to consider what they're saying, consider the source, uh, and then also know what you do and don't know enough about to be the sole uh, determinant factor in your decision making. And then, hey, I'm going left. Dude, my first Pray thought in everyone's <laughs> life is like, you know what? You might know some stuff about this, but you've been wrong about so many things. Yeah. You're probably wrong about something right now. Like, there's, there's a very good chance. Wrong about. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I'm exactly. Pro I'm probably wrong about something right now. Let me, maybe I should try to figure that out before I open my mouth. Because I'm an idiot too. Yeah. It's a slightly different context than that. I don't know where I heard this the first time, but um, for somebody who's in public eye, like like you, uh, like like myself, like uh, some other trainers out there, and you know, just generally anybody's out there trying to help people put out information. Um, doesn't matter, how, and I, I don't know. I know only a few people who do it because I think they're sociopaths. For the most part, most of them are doing it because they generally want to help people. Um, <laughs> So and the so the path thinks a whole different world. So not even talking about them, but yeah. I I don't know where I heard this the first time, but it, it I remembered it for a long time. It's been very important to me. Um, because you start looking at the comments, and it doesn't matter how right you are and how much factual evidence you have. If you go against somebody's feeling or something, that they, their egos invested in this for many years, uh, or yeah. their their bank accounts invested in it, uh, you. They're just going to be, it doesn't matter how right you are. There's nothing you can do. And the people who are the most wrong are also the most wrong, the loudest. Um, and you can't argue with ridiculous. <laughs> you can't reason with ridiculous, man. And so <laughs> they, you have to, what they said, and I remembered it was, um, you have to care deeply about your audience, but not care what they think. Yeah. Right? Like, like yeah. They care about them, but don't care what they think about you or what you just did or what you just said. Right? Like it's, it's, it's and you can't, you can't be doing it. So like I'll drop a, I'll, I'll do a whole talk and I'll drop a video to my audience and I get positive feedback and I get usually pretty positive feedback, but uh, I'm not always, I'm not really doing it just for them. You know, like I'm doing it in many ways. I'm talking to myself yeah. in many ways. I'm doing it because this is the contribution I want to make in many ways. I'm inoculated to the fear of being exposed. I'm inoculated to the fear of and 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 the reward of making yeah. a valuable contribution that helps somebody is motivating enough to me to still be like you know what I'm gonna make this video. They're self-serving, even thoughts. like I'm not making dollars for this podcast or anything yeah. like that, but they're self-serving. Like I, I'm enjoying, I'm having fun. Right, I, I, right, right. I, I like talking to Byron. I like doing yeah. this. I like making well, and, people and think. I like conversations. Giving a, I'm yeah. out of this. 
hundred percent because we're giving something of value and it's like, like one, I'm giving something of value, but two, it's like, I feel like we're doing something that's higher quality than a lot of the information that's out there. So I think that, uh, yeah, it's very important to consider what other people think, but it can't be your reason for doing anything. So what people, people's opinions is information, not motivation. You know what I'm saying? So yep. someone's, you have your motivation that's grounded in your identity. Their opinions is just information for you to consider. But your motivation for what you're doing needs to be grounded in your reason why. Oh, the why. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, the oh. why. <laughs> oh, man. That would be another one right there. I know, man. There's a rabbit hole right there. <laughs> uh, did you read, uh, what was it? Um, Start with why? Who wrote that book? Him. But he talked about, about brands and uh, their why and how the brands uh -huh. with a why succeed and the brands without a why don't succeed. I forget the name of the author. Um, okay. No, I haven't. But uh, it, very, just read like the first like five chapters and you got it all. He's like Stephen King. He, he mm. turns like a book that could be like, uh, you know, five or six chapters into like a 70 chapter book. It says the same yeah. thing over and over and over again. But, uh, but it's good. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Uh, uh, Waquiz says hello, my fellow African American. Hey, what's up, <laughs> Waquiz? <laughs> How you doing, man? What's going? Anybody else in there hanging out? We only got a couple people in here, and I think the okay, cool, cool. Might not have a situation today, uh, guys. If you're out there listening to uh, Gunfighter Cast, uh, Gunfighter Cast is now part of the Firearms Radio Network. Tons of good shows out there on the Firearms Radio hmm. Network. Um, there's a lot of good stuff and we are always live when I do this show we now do it live on Twitch uh, you can go to twitch.tv danielshaw0369 and see it the link will be in the show notes of this so you can go follow Twitch is awesome because it's allowed me to cancel Patreon so uh, Patreon doesn't allow me to link to people doesn't allow me to link to gun companies doesn't allow me to link to show notes that have giveaways or anything that has to do with you know high capacity magazines any of that stuff that they call and, and use the terms um they uh but twitch does Twitch doesn't care what i do and twitch is, is awesome and if so it's freedom and, yeah and if you're an amazon like prime subscriber like most of the world out there uh you get a free twitch prime subscription uh every single month and you can use that for any streamer out there so if you were Amazon Prime member and you want to support the show, you already have it free in there. If you make a Twitch account real quick by clicking a couple of buttons, you can go over there to Twitch and subscribe. It gives me like $3 a month, right? You get like a couple hundred of these people doing that. All my Gunfighter Cast bills are paid for, which is awesome. Uh, which then the way it doesn't come out of my pocket. It comes out of the community's pocket, which is pretty awesome by something that you're already paying for, like Amazon Prime. So it's free. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Super easy. It helps your brother out. Um, they also chat there's always a chat in here and i usually stream uh, most every night of the week you know that not every night playing video games hanging out having some conversation with friends always something cool something cool something which is probably true something cool byron tell us everywhere they can find you where they can get your book how to follow you on social media how to get in on this armed citizen training that you're working Ooh. on and you got you got already present and everything else how to get in on the, the executive protection side of the training if they are they're into that sort of thing boom man hey thank i learned something during your last little uh that piece you were just talking about i might have to get up on twitch man <laughs> um so yeah man my brand you can find out 
really everything from byronrogers.com. That's Byron Rogers with a D R O D G E R S.com. Uh, but I'm Byron underscore Rogers on all my social media platforms. That's Instagram. I'm probably most active on IG right now. Uh, Facebook, uh, if you're looking to get into and, and Twitter, but really Instagram and Facebook is the one YouTube. I got hundreds of videos on my YouTube channel. Uh, if you're looking to get into executive protection or thinking about it, um, the industry, you don't have to have a law enforcement or military background that can help, but it's not necessary. A lot of guys kill it without that. Um, go to, uh, executive protection training day.com. You can get there through my website, byronrogers.com, but executive protection training day.com. Uh, I'll hop on a webinar with you, walk you through everything, and you can join the fastest growing executive protection underground in the game right now. Um, <laughs> so there's that. And then uh, with the Protector Nation and the Protector Symposiums, you can go to protectornation.com or protectorsymposium.com, but all of them you can find through my website, byronrogers.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, that's really what the game is about. My book, Finding Meaning After the Military is also out there on Amazon and all that stuff. You'll find that at my website as is well. Is it an audio book yet? No. <laughs> I got to do that, man. Oh, I, got, man. I know. Now you're looking at me. And I only read audio books. That's the funny that's thing. That's pretty much how I so, am, too. That's the only way I do it. So I got to. You got to read it yourself, though. Is it this it's year? Easy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's easy. I wrote it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this year, I'm going to have to do that, man. I got it. It's so hypocritical because I only do audio books anyway. You know, yeah. after this COVID yeah. thing's over, you can fly out yeah. here to Texas. I've got a studio. Yes. Okay. A nice microphone. You can sit there, and we can just bang this thing out. You read it. Just go through the whole thing. Yeah, it'd That's be awesome. Awesome. I'm down, man. I need to get to Texas. I got some things to do. We're going to have a symposium in Texas. We're going to have to do it next year. So that's coming, too, to Texas eventually. Nice. Byron, you know, I'm always a believer in tell people what you think. And, and not hold the stuff back because you only get to live once and we don't get to live very long. We're just a whisper in the wind out here in this little pale blue dot. Uh, I appreciate what you do every day. I love you. Love hanging out with you. Every time we talk, I'm inspired, right? Like I, 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 like I just I enjoy talking with you and getting your little tidbits of uh, whatever's on your mind every morning. There's people watching that, growing from it. Keep it up, man. Keep doing good work. And, uh, and I really appreciate you coming on the show here and hanging out again. I'm sure people will be like, well, get them back on again. And I will because <laughs> yes, uh, I enjoy having you. And we'll, we got all there. But see, we, we always, every time you're on here, we talk about like mindset, like, like personal growth, like things like that. Like we haven't even yeah. got into like, like training and, and tactical stuff. anything. <laughs> all right. We talk about philosophy, right? Yeah, <laughs> man. No, it's the truth. That's yeah. funny. But it's good, man. It's great. And, um, Cool. So no, I, I appreciate you. Uh, when a guest comes on the show, they always say uh, they always they sign off by saying "Gunfighter Cast out," and you're the guest, so uh, you can say whatever you like, where to find you at, whatever you want to do. Any final thoughts, and uh, and then say "Gunfighter Cast out." Yo, man. Hey, it's it's just an honor to be here, Daniel. I love what you're doing. I've always loved what you're doing. Um, the quality of the conversation we have, I don't I don't really have very often at all. So. Uh, one of those real recognized real man. I really appreciate you and your contributions. Um, I'm so excited you're firing up the gunfire cast. Yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm looking, I'm really excited about that. So uh, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for your contributions. This is legacy work. I love it. Uh, so yeah, with that, uh, I just say, Hey, till next time, gunfighter cast out. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right.